Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Ursula Manvatkar. She's a producer in the United Arab Emeritus and does social responsibility work. I have Lisa McDonald. She's the founder of Career Polish, where she is an executive career coach and master mindset coach who helps people get career happy and life healthy. And I have Atif Aga. He's a technology specialist doing data analytics. He's an avid runner and he's based in Chicago. The question I have for you, is guilt about disappointing myself or about disappointing someone else? Atif, it's been voted, you get to go first. Uh, I think guilt is a very internal feeling. So it, regardless of whether you really hurt someone else or you've done something wrong that affects you directly, it's, a, it's an emotion that really helps you navigate through your moral standards. It's, it's, it's an important thing to understand how guilt help us balance that I'm the best and I'm doing worst and where am I? How do I navigate through that? I think that's what guilt does. I absolutely agree with that, Tiff, that it is very much an internal thing. And when I was thinking about guilt and is it, you know, that I'm disappointing myself or someone else, I too came back to the same thing that it's really about what I've done. So I feel like guilt for me, guilt is all about the actions that I've taken, whether I've hurt somebody else or myself. And the other thing that really kind of came to my mind was how it is a partner to shame. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes those get crossed, whereas shame is, has to do with who I am and guilt is, has to do with what I've done. Um, I think it is definitely an internal reaction what your, let's say your mind or your, your own understanding of things of a certain situation that is that, that uh, brings you to that state of mind. However, I feel it's, it's the first instant is a selfish one. This is my perception because when do we feel guilty? Either when we are guilted into something or somebody else makes us realize that what we've done is something wrong. It's it's very rare that we realize this on our own. It's only when certain situations on the external front kind of show the mirror to us that, hey, this is what you did and this is what it led to. It's many a times you must have heard of people who said, I never intended to do this. And mm. then they feel guilty because it has a lot to do with your intention. You will feel guilty if you never intended harm. You'll never feel guilty if that harm was intended. So I think... Uh, Guilt is only triggered when we have an external situation to confront us. Two interesting aspects to it. One is guilt is very different than guilty. Guilty is something that comes someone else telling you you're guilty, whether you're not or not. You're held accountable for something that you may have done wrong. So that's an interesting uh, separation of a very similar thing, uh, if you're guilt or not. And another aspect that I was thinking about is Guilt has really been used in, in for a long, long time from the moral uh, you know, leaders and other people in the, in the society, religious or not, uh, to drive emotions in the people and navigate them to a certain path. So that's, I think, an interesting thing to understand. Is this me who's realizing something wrong? When was my moral standards set up? How were they set up? And at times, you might need to go, go through that again and understand what they really are. I know when I was younger, it was very easy for someone who I considered an authority to either guilt me or shame me into doing things. And the more I got confident in who I was and what I believed is right, 
the easier it became for me to say, you can pack those bags, but I am not going on that guilt trip with you. Yeah. I think that's it. And that's kind of where I was, I was thinking too, Robin, is that, and especially in hearing Ursula's, and thank you so much for that perspective, Ursula. I think that was a great contribution to this. Um, and I see guilt as being used as a weapon. When you're talking about other people, I think more often than not, it is used as a weapon and intentionally sometimes or not. And IT Robin came from a background where it was very easy to use the guilt trip to manipulate behavior. Mm -hmm. And once I did establish my own confidence, it's like, oh, no, no, we're not playing that game. But thanks for trying. But now I think from the guilt perspective is I get a sense of guilt when I'm trying to try change behavior. So when I decided made a commitment to work out, <clears throat> excuse me, and eat better, I feel I can feel my own guilt if I'm doing a behavior that's not supporting my health goals. So I see it from both perspectives that both Atif and Ursula have brought up, but from an internal standpoint and an external standpoint. It's really interesting how you see guilt and confidence go opposite to each other. The more confidence you have, the less guilt people can make you feel and you can navigate yourself better. Mm -hmm. The less confidence you have, the more other people can take control over you by shaming or guilting you into you could have done wrong. It's, it's an interesting analysis if you look at it. And as we grow older and grow mature, we understand what our standards are and how confident we are in what we are. And mm -hmm. that is an important distinction. You, both of you mentioned about earlier in your life how guilt was used and how it, it's a completely opposite thing now. It's interesting because now I don't allow other people to say I'm proud of you or I'm disappointed in you because that is judgment. You can say you must be so proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I interact with people as well. And that for me, when I realized that other people don't get to be either proud or disappointed was a big turning point for me around people being able to use guilt to get me to do things or feel bad about myself. I love that, Robin. One of the things I always told my son is I will not take credit for your success, nor will I take credit for your failure or blame for your failure. Mm -hmm. So I, I've kind of followed along the same things as it's, it's all you. I don't, I don't claim any of that. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. It's an important thing, right? Uh, we can create that environment for people to be successful, but we should definitely, and really important point when you brought up Robin about uh, not judging people. We're always in that situation where we're always looking at from other people's lens who and how we are. And that is the, that is a game changer. When you know how to pat yourself in the back, hey, there's no stopping you. Ursula, do you think that as Americans here in the U.S., do you think we have a different perspective on guilt than my, you might? Perspective? Uh, not really, because guilt is a feeling. Mm. We are all human. We all have a similar reaction to certain situations externally. However, the feeling of guilt towards a certain situation, probably we Easterners have more reaction or more guilt or we are guilted into feeling shame or any of that sort based on our cultural restrictions that we have in the East. We are not, I mean, probably our society is a lot more judgmental of what, how, how we dress, what we do, who we, we, we you know, associate with, how much we earn and all these other standards that the society uses to, you know, benchmark you in, in, the, in the social ladder. 
so when when there is so much of pressure from the society obviously individuals in the eastern culture feel a lot more guilty when they don't achieve certain things are uh, they even descend down into a whole different level of self loathing and depression i've i've spoken to every other person that who's who's in in their 30s right now and everybody's having an existential crisis simply because they're feeling guilty they have not achieved what they should have achieved so having said that i think um, westerners would probably have their own set of reasons to be guilt to feel guilt uh, maybe which we don't probably know or experience mm-hmm. where we are at well i would be interested in that tip for you to cuz you kind of know both cultures for you to chime in on that right now well almost 50-50 i've lived in two different cultures middle east pakistan and then also in in us for last 24 years yeah i i think it's it's about really individualistic society that's why you're very right about Uh, how the other culture that have long traditions are very judgmental too you cannot really do anything different than what the society has defined for you and if you try to go away in a different direction there's like no tolerance for it but on the other hand if you look at western it's a very individualistic society so people are much more tolerant in terms of many many things obviously there's still some societal standards that define it so again it's very different when you make a shift to this society and you're like well people care but nobody really cares here and then there everybody cares and there's too much care over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly he said it so rightly there is too much care and then there is no care uh, mm. whenever i travel to the west it's it's always i miss the warmth of the east because we mm. care a bit too much you know there's a lot of hospitality and generosity but with care comes a lot of nosiness and intrusion <laughs> yeah and nosiness <laughs> and guilt kind of go hand in hand don't they yeah. well that is our 10 minutes so i'm going to have to cut this conversation off there thank you so much for having it with me i appreciate each of you sharing your different experiences and i look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon